going to go ahead and introduce this show. Kick it off. You are listening to Two Faces Radio, episode 27. No, I thought you said 28. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. So you are listening to Two Faces Radio, <laughs> episode 28. <laughs> episode 20. Well, you know what I did was I'm writing on the same piece of paper that I wrote for last week's episode. Ah. And I didn't cross off my old stuff. Do you know what we are, by the way? What we are? Yeah. We're, we're an Atlanta music scene podcast. Yeah, we are. <laughs> People already know that already. They're already <coughs> Hopefully. Listening. I hope so. Um, what's the day today? Today is the 15th, March 15th. Oh. Monday, March Monday. 15th. Nice Monday afternoon. Because I work today. In I Atlanta. <sighs> That's why. I work yeah. like a soccer. Well, every day. Before, uh, work is good for you, man. Work is good. Before we start getting off track, yes. already, <laughs> five seconds into the show. We haven't done anything. We got so that's part of your thing. What we have got, I done? Yeah, you no, know, you are right. He's blaming it on But we're going we're gonna to wait at least a few minutes before we do <laughs> before we do our we'll, signature. Oh, we'll get off track. Don't worry. <laughs> don't we'll worry. Off, don't worry. Danny, I don't want you to worry. We'll definitely get off track. But um, Ira wants us to wait a little bit. <laughs> well, first of all, we got two Atlanta Blues legends sitting definitely. here in this the studio today. Look at just that. One. We got a... Uh, I feel good today because I just really one. know you these guys, me? too. I mean, I, f- I feel good because I've been aware of these guys since I've been in Atlanta. And, you know, right. I wasn't really in this blues scene. So there's guys that come in that I've only known the name, but these guys I've both seen many, many times. So I feel proud of myself. <laughs> I think he was in the middle of an introduction. Well, sort of. Go ahead. I'm kind of just getting it going real slow today. Take it easy. You usually, just finished usually work. we're a lot more on top of it, but we're just kind of. You just finished work. We've worked all day. Yeah. Well, uh, of course. <laughs> sitting to my left is uh, none, none other than Stony Brooks, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Oh, there man. we go. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. He's back, <laughs> folks. Never thought I'd see him so soon again, but he's here. I'm unretired. Say hello to the world. Hello, hello, hello world. Hello, blues world. <laughs> hello, Stoney. Welcome back. <laughs> hello, just, Stoney. Just a little closer <laughs> to you. Yeah, that's good. Gotcha. I got to do that uh, more off mic next time. We love you, Stoney. <laughs> that's right. It's nice to be loved. And then a uh, a veteran Two Faces Radio yeah. podcast guest. First repeat uh, offender, I think. Mudcat. <laughs> First repeat offender. <laughs> First recidivist yeah. to uh, Two Faces Radio. There's some irony in there. <laughs> Is there? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I just, I just completed some adult ed- education last week. You did? Got my certificate. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, I went to uh, uh, drunk driving school. Oh, really? Oh. And, and, and I went there. I thought they had a full bar, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Got the cars. Warming. Maybe I'll be teaching the class. Cars right? warming up outside for you. <laughs> no, 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 Have kidding. a drink. Cars are warming up. So. Yeah, sorry for the circumstances of having to go there, but I'm. Yeah, it, well, I'm glad that I did. It's a good class. I, actually, I think it should be required. If it wasn't 20 hours, if they brought it down a little bit. So I guess we should tell people maybe they want to be careful when they're driving around the Decatur area. Anywhere. Yeah, Anywhere. I know. If you're going, if you're going to drink, you know, don't. If you're going to drink too much. Don't get behind the wheel. Get a friend or get yeah. a safe ride is a, is a great alternative. It it's is. A I don't want to step in at all, but I think it's supposed to be if you're going to drink, don't get behind the wheel. <laughs> Not if you're going to drink too much. <laughs> That's the problem is people yeah, well, don't know when too much is Georgia doing. is. Yeah. This is something I did learn in the class. Yeah. Georgia is discretionary, which means if the policeman decide, decides that he smells it on your breath, and he decides he wants to give you a ticket, it's up to his discretion. Sure. It doesn't matter if you pass the test or not. 
So that's good. Beware of that. And if something else I learned, which is real important, is if you have, if if you do decide you had too much to drink and you want to sleep in your car, even if you throw your keys across the the fence, if you sleep and you sleep in the backyard, uh, in the back of the car, (laughs) it's up to the policeman if he wants to give you a DUI. You're going what, to just jail. just sleeping yes. in your car? I've heard Period. of that. Yes. yes. Really? Yes. Is, even if the car's not on? Yes. Right. Really? Yeah. Right. The lesson is sleep in the streets. <laughs> Get out of the car. Yes. That doesn't seem right. But it's, it's, it's the truth. And it is. Yeah, I, I was telling them all through the class, I was like, man, maybe when uh, we're finishing Afghanistan, they'll come over here and liberate us. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. I'll tell you, I took a speeding class one time because the officer – Pulled me over for speeding, found out that I was a teacher, and was like, well, I'll give you this deal, no points, no money, whatever, send you to, if you go to class, you know, speeding class, Risk whatever reduction. it is. Um, and basically, it was just like three hours of, let's scare the shit out of you, you know? Mm, yeah. Uh, so I'm curious a little bit how that class was. I, I would imagine it was a lot of, let's scare the shit out of you. Well... Yeah, they they showed a lot of examples of people who really messed up their lives and yeah. messed up, or, or even worse, like you know, other people. There's a fella in prison that that killed seven people with with his car, by and he has to live with that for the rest of right. his life, you know. And yeah. there's tons of stories like that. But there is Safe Ride, which is a nonprofit organization, right. I have and used they will it. come pick you up yeah. and your car, and it costs less than a cab. Right. Well, let me get their phone number. And <laughs> Angel Angel Ride too is another one I think. There's oh yeah, one. yeah. There's a f- couple things. I, I mean, we just gotta. We we live in Atlanta, man. The tr- public transportation system is not that, good. Yeah, that is something really it, against us. You know, there's great bars and restaurants. Even if you want to go out and you know. Have a drink with the old lady, or or have Ain't dinner. I mean, you got to be yeah. careful, man. You can't have even a, if a you're beer in the legal, li- even, even if you're easily in the legal limit, limit you can get a DUI. Yeah. Right. If, if they the think size. that you're acting like an asshole, they can. Uh, yeah, we well, especially out, that. Yeah, but I know. We use one of those places like Angel Ride or something, and they they bring two people, and one person right. drives your car back for you. I've so seen them with a little tiny, mo- little tiny motorbike in the back of the <laughs> car. <one laughs> it's <time>. better, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's hey, better it than a cab because then your car's at home. Right. You know that's the thing that always sucked about having to go back to Northside the right. next morning. <laughs> <laughs> that was always the thing. Like one one of the three of us, me, you, or Mark. All right, who's driving me back to? I know. Who's well, then there was the back? then there was the one time that Mark uh, we did go back and his car was gone. <laughs> it was oh, gone. He <laughs> thought well, he thought it was stolen for two weeks, and then uh, finally they I guess the impound lot. Or he called around and it wasn't yeah. a, it, it was towed, you know. Yeah. But all of his amps and guitars were in the trunk. <laughs> were in the trunk. That's scary. So he could care less about the car. It was, uh, you know, it was his yeah. pro that, uh, that he cared about. All right. Well, let's talk about what we're really here to talk about. Yeah. And that Big is promotion. <laughs> it is springtime again, and you know what that means? <laughs> chicken raid at the Northside Tavern. Look, chicken, leave the ball. Chicken raid, 2010. Yeah, Danny's getting so excited, he wants to play already. Do you want to explain what we're talking about while you're playing, or you just want to intro it like that? Keep going, I'll just give you a little theme to talk under. All right, yeah, no, it sounds good. But we're here for the chicken raid in honor of Mr. Frank Edwards. Right. Um, You know, for, I guess, the last 12, 15 years of his life, we were doing... um, uh, Birthday shows for him, where we invite several musicians to or bands to come play and right. pay tribute to him. Then he'd do a big set every year, and uh, that just kind of grew so big. And then when he passed away, um, we decided to, to uh, keep the celebration going. And uh, 
each year we pick a different charity to raise money for. Okay. And uh, this oh, it's, year, it's been different every year. Yeah. Um, well, yes. Uh, this year we we've, we've chosen the Atlanta Community Food Bank. Yeah. Um, I, I was talking with my wife today that Good a, about uh, this is actually a, a, a triple benefit. Yeah. In my mind. Because first of all, and and which is foremost to me, is that we we've um, we've we've hired a bunch of the older players, a lot of the veteran, the uh, the pioneers of the music that that we're playing. Some some of the older players, uh, and uh, we're paying them, you yeah. know, pretty good for for their. Um, you're almost doing like your own music maker relief. Uh, well, a lot of these, show. these, m- most of these artists are music maker artists. Right. So one thing is we're getting these people jobs. Yeah. Number two is um, we're raising money for Frank Edwards' estate because while he was alive, he was victim to one of these predatory loans. He had a house in East Atlanta, and it's the same story all around the, yeah. the country where they come in gentrified neighborhoods, and um, there are a lot of. Um, Dirty people out there yeah, offering these predatory well, I, loans. You know, I used to live a block away from him. Actually, we rented a house down there, so I believe me, I know that area. So just to keep possession of the house, they yeah. it, it was a no, no win situation. Yeah. So every year we we offer make make a pretty good offering to the family, oh, and nice. then we we pick uh, a charity yeah. that that changes every year. Uh, last year, I um, it was. Uh, Little Joe Hip Fund. No, it was Sean Costello, uh, Bipolar Research. The right. year before, there was Little oh, Joe yeah. Hip Fund to get him uh, a new hip. Oh. And this year, we've chose the uh, Atlanta Community Food Bank yeah. because when people are hungry, they don't make very good decisions. And, right. And it's uh, and h- hunger is like, I, I think a very direct thing to, yeah. to help people. So the uh, the chicken raid, I mean, I'm just going to explain to our listeners because we <clears throat> obviously know because we've been there year after year. Um it's it's a two day festival at the Northside Tavern, uh, featuring I mean how many bands I don't know twenty I haven't counted up this Artists year but bands. typically thirty forty tip, I don't know how many acts yeah. but typically about eighty to hundred musicians yeah at least individual musicians right. uh, mm-hmm. participate and they got bands on the main stage and then bands on the back porch now that it's getting nice out yeah when when weather is good and, and each 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 yeah. year of the chicken raid so far we've been able to do this yeah. is uh utilize a small stage on the outside right which is yeah. killer so um there's, it's there's not every, a, it's not every act there's one inside then right. outside one right. inside and outside but I, but I saw this at a, at the uh Kingston Mines in Chicago where one stage would finish and then immediately another stage would start yeah. so right. there's music they're never competing, yeah. but there's always music going on, yeah. and it's good for me to fit as, fit more people in that way. Right, because when the weather is bad, then people have to scale back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on their sets, but we make it easy yeah. because all the amplifiers, all the equipment is up there, so mus- right. musicians just jump on it. I mean, I don't want to jinx us, but I can't think of a year where it did rain and the and the weather messed us up. Right. I don't think. I think so it's far. always been yeah, so it's, far. The I pro- only, I probably the only problem this year could up, be the it? the cold. I mean, it's. This is the latest I think it's ever been this cold in Atlanta. Well, it does get it does I've get chilly at, at you know when nice the sun goes weekend. down. When, when when the sun hits that back patio, it's nice and warm. Yeah. So I've kept that in mind as I've uh, as I've uh, made the schedule. So you put the people you like early, with the sun. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's why we're playing. Well, early. <laughs> well, people I'm not friends with. No, no, no. This is something. This is something I've 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 never done where. Uh, 
you see show uh, festivals or, or shows where there are a lot of bands and they build up with someone that's like really amateur and then they build up to like the, the great artists at oh, the end. Right. So people always want to show up late. I always put the good guys in there early as well. So we, we mix, mix it, it up. up. Well, everybody's really good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, like, like for, in, for instance, I've got I've got uh, the Fatback Deluxe playing Who's early that? on. Ooh, on, the Fatback like Deluxe. It, I think it's Saturday or Sunday. Saturday. Like by, at four o'clock, so we're gonna have a really bang. Yeah. You know? I just happen to know exactly when those guys are playing. I, I bet you I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have a gospel uh, on Sunday. I, I think it was two years ago. Uh, the Sunday of the Chicken Raid fell yeah. on Easter because Easter came real early. So uh, we decided to have a acoustic gospel set. Yeah, completely acoustic, no amps, no mics or anything. And I just invited a bunch of musicians, and we had such a ball. That uh, they, last year they were like, we're going to do that again? We're going to do that again? Everybody. So now it's just on the program all the time. Oh, cool. So 2 p.m. on Sunday, we're starting with a, a gospel. acoustic gospel. Uh, Afternoon set, I guess. Yeah. That's cool. And Im- immediately following that will be Essie Mae Brooks from Perry, Georgia, who is a, a fantastic gospel artist. It's a little Sunday service at yeah. the Northside Tavern. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The place to worship, I guess. Well, it was such a wonderful thing on Easter, and then we, we did it last year, and we, we just have to keep it. Can I be um, – I may, I may hear this story and be like, oh, right, but can I – Act ignorant at least, and ask you where uh, the chi- that's why a, it's that's called a stretch the chicken for you, Brandon. Oh, it's hard. Well, um, <laughs> it's the the whole thing is the name of, of Frank Edwards, one of our great teachers, yes. born in 1909 from Washington, Georgia, and he's one of Atlanta's one of the internet one of the greatest artists internationally. But he was our very dear friend and played at the Northside Tavern quite a bit, and um, was our hero. And, and his fa- most famous song was called The Chicken Raid, about the country preacher would go from house to house, family to family, and eat dinner at, at somebody else's house each night. Yeah. And if you were a child, then you're low on the totem pole for getting a nice piece of meat. And if you're the youngest child, which his song, I think, was written from being the youngest child, yeah. uh, then you're really out of luck with a big <laughs> family. So, right. so, the story, so the song is about him sitting there watching the preacher eat all the nice pieces <laughs> yeah. and... Uh, Pluck the chicken, leave the bone. Leave the bone. Yeah. She'll be glad when the Reverend is gone. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you said that because I've heard that tune for years and I've never really put that all together. I guess I just didn't know the. Well, y'all out of cover. We try to get as many people each to year cover to, that do, tune? to do that tune or any Frank Edwards songs, but especially that one. Yeah, we used to tally it on the wall, but we keep painting over the walls. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Can't keep track. That's good. Um, and then uh, food. Fat Matt's? Yeah, I believe Fat Matt's is Fat Matt's traditionally always brought some really good food. Yeah. And, uh, so get there early be because I've gotten there late before. And, and speaking of food, <laughs> I've had I've had to pick the bones. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of food, um, we're also not only are we raising money for Atlanta Community Food Bank, but they're dropping off some barrels. Uh, There'll, there'll be some barrels there to pick up canned goods. Oh, it doesn't right. help with the ticket price or anything, but yeah. we it will help with your. You, you, how you your feel heart. about yourself? Yes, <laughs> but well, well, it really will help somebody's stomach, yeah. and it which will, is connected to their minds. Okay. It will lessen the price of your internal ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll be uh, building your mansion way up. That's, way up. That, that's right, way up. I got a mansion in my send mind. Some, send it up some timbers. So anyway, this weekend, uh, March, uh, always a lot twentieth through the twenty first. Yeah. yeah, we always try to do it. 
uh, as close to what it, when his birthday was, which, which is was March 20th. So oh, this okay. year it's oh, right on. Perfect. This year it's right on. There yeah, come go. on out to uh, Northside Tavern. You'll have a uh, – if you've never been there before, A, shame on you, and B, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll have their link to their website on ours so you can find out everything about it and where to go and what to do. Now, but, if anybody uh, shows up and says – I heard about the chicken raid on Two Faces Radio. Can we do any kind of discount or anything like that for no, anybody? No, no, no. <laughs> There's no discount. It's a benefit. I know it's a benefit. I'm just saying, like, it, that pulls more people. If That's they other people that never heard about this it. on this show, they should be bringing cans of food. There you That's go. That's true. Exactly. All right. Then they know the drill, and they won't be surprised <laughs> when they get to the door. We'll make sure they get a hug. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's good. Hugs are good. If you, you say go. to, if you go up to Danny and say, we heard you on Two Faces Radio, <laughs> Danny, Danny will give you Just it. watch out. Hugs. <laughs> hugs from Mudcat. How about you, Stoney? But you got to bring a can. Uh, as well. I'm up for a hug, too. Um, all right. Well, hey. See, now you're really You're going to be sorry. getting a lot of hugs because you're going to be seeing a lot of people you haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, yeah Hallelujah. That's true. You know? Uh, well, let me shift my focus to you for a second. Oh. I'm talking to Stoney. Okay. Um, Stoney's a guy that, uh, well, Ira is unbelievable. What? You have all the facts. He is a guy. Well, I, these are. I Where grew, do you dig this stuff up? <laughs> well, he's a, he's who's a, your fact checker? <laughs> Tony is a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know that he much. He's on it. He's on it. <laughs> um, now, when uh, let's see, you were in, uh, your band was Stony Brooks and Juju Root, That's and right. and it now is again. No, it's not. No, it's uh, not. It's just you and the, the Stony Brooks Review. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're uh, we're calling ourselves the Blues Ambassadors. Oh, okay. See, nice. I don't have all the facts. <laughs> no, I told you. Well, you started out pretty hot there. Well, back he is a guy. When that was, that was true. I first started hanging. Be, I was going to make this major announcement. <laughs> <laughs> now I see why he's got the blues. <laughs> glad, I, glad I got you here on this day <laughs> to make this special announcement. Anyway, um, if you've been in the Atlanta blues scene, you probably remember Stony Brooks and Juju Root playing around town a lot back probably, what, a good 10 years ago? 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, Last century. Our good friend Mark D'Alessio uh, played in your band for a while, as did... Mm-hmm. Many Otherwise known as Jersey Slim. Oh, that's right. Oh, Jersey, Jersey Slim. Slim back in the day. I thought he was the kid. What was that? Because from? he was after yeah, Knoxville right. Slim. Jersey Kid, that's right. That's right, Jersey Kid? Yeah, the memory's slipping. Yeah. I think John, Johnny was Knoxville Slim. That's right. Is that, is that what we got? And uh, Johnny uh, Knox, now McGowan, used to uh, play in that band as well. Mm-hmm. I, think he pa- t- I think he passed the torch to Mark. And he did. I don't know who... I think that's what happened. Well, before that, it was uh, Professor Chris Green, who's yeah. just an uh, uh, incredible... Uh, blues musician and um you know a mentor to many of us um of my generation on the blues scene really i didn't yeah, know that oh, was before my time God, the guy birthed me in the blues really mm-hmm. i think that was before my time yeah if you ever seen the, the stony brook show you're really seeing the chris green show because he was really? back, he was really? back behind the curtains pulling the strings oh yeah wow. <laughs> pay no attention to chris <laughs> green <laughs> so you're just the wizard of oz then that's right no no he he was the wizard of oz <laughs> well okay yes i he's, he's the, behind the screen right. He's the. I was uh, just the big the projection wizard, up he was the, the smoke. Project. That's the yeah. wizard. That's the, 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 the yeah, man okay. behind the screen is is would be Chris Green, right? That's He's right. pulling the strings yeah. of the wizard. That's right. I Something think you like. were Dorothy at the time, were you? Watch <laughs> it. I don't have any red shoes. He played piano too. Yeah, he played piano really good too. Knows knows the blues really great. Uh, well, anyway, what I was getting to is we haven't seen you in a while. You kind of uh, dropped, hiding, dropped out of the scene. Yeah. Um, now, did you officially retire? Like, did you call it a retirement at some point? Or yeah. Sure did you I just did. kind of, I don't know, little by little, or was it an official, this is it, I'm cutting it off right now? It was pretty much abrupt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just so kind of backed out of the scene. Okay. Yeah. 
Was there any... I almost did that a few times. So I'm sick of dealing with these uh, is club that owners it, and, you know. Yeah. Is that what it was or was it anything in particular or was it just a lot of things that kind of all came up it together? It was just kind of a snap judgment. Yeah. <laughs> I just got disgusted at one particular moment and... Said, that's it? Yeah, said, that's it. I left my, my equipment up at the north side. Went back a few months later and miraculously it was there. <laughs> <laughs> really? Of course. Except I had Stoney's yeah. basement. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got it back now. <laughs> Unless you swapped it out for another one, it works pretty good. Yeah. I heard Stoney quit. He's not playing music anymore. Oh yeah. Wonder what he's doing with that basement. <laughs> I mean, I hate to see it. him go, but so <laughs> <laughs> the f- the first thought is always the equipment. Well, cool, man. So, is this how gonna... long had you been playing before? I'm sorry. How how long had you been, so- you know, playing solid before you? Oh gosh, about ten years, I guess, okay. pretty much, and you know, been playing before that, right? right. Kind of, you know. Well, and I should tell our, our listeners, he's a harmonica player, singer. Yes, uh, harmonica right. player, front man, yeah. blues front man, extraordinaire, right? Yeah, it's front a, man. Why not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you were playing the Atlanta scene about ten years before. Yeah, uh, all through the nineties, we yeah. started started that original band with Chris back in uh, eight. 18. <laughs> 18. <laughs> 1898. Oh, oh, oh Lordy. <laughs> yeah, Frank was a young you and Mr. Frank were hanging we out. <laughs> no wonder you have an age. That's right. <laughs> Taught Frank everything he knows. 1989. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we played up, you know, pretty regular up through through then. Um, I got a job, you know, that kind no. of cramps, cramps oh. the style. These blues musicians don't have jobs. I guess you did. Yeah, I yeah. Actually, when I when I decided to get a job, I was I went up to Blind Willie's one night, and there was Chicago Bob, and I told him, I said, "Look, man, I'm I'm just going to have to get a job." And yeah, he says, "Stony, don't do it, Stony. <laughs> don't do it, Stony." <laughs> yeah, and that's how he left it. He said, "All right, he says, you can always get a gig, Stony. Yeah. Don't do it." And he said, "Well." I'm getting married. What, I got. I got to get a job. That's when you right? say, "Can you help me pay my bills?" Yeah. Do it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. On second thought. <laughs> hey, Bob, can I borrow ten bucks? <laughs> do it. Do it, Stone. Get a job. Well, cool. So uh, I guess the big announcement is um, coming back, uh, starting to play again, huh? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, Looking forward to it. Now is Chicken Raid going to be? Uh, Big debut for this band, or what? Yeah, I guess it is. It's going to be the debut. So that's things sun- are happening so fast. And that'll be this <laughs> Sunday night, the twenty first. Sunday night, yeah. Okay, what? That's right. Probably I don't around. nine or ten. I don't know something what like that. Nine or ten. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We're gonna have some fun. Cool, man. Well, I hear there's some chatter on uh, the various yeah, what are they social networking sites that say <laughs> Stony's <laughs> back. Let Stoney's me see if it's back. true or not. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying Stony's back. You gotta. <laughs> so it's like uh, the Elvis comeback show. You gonna wear a black leather suit? <laughs> He's got it on right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um and who uh who's playing with him? Well, um Peter Shackles. I don't know him. Um, well he's a drummer. He yeah. used to he uh, played with the XLs many years ago. Bill okay. Sheffield and the XLs. Oh, okay. And um Tim Henderson, the old bass player from Oh, oh wow, mm-hmm. Tim. Tim coming back. Yeah, T Groove. T Groove, yeah. Yeah. The Red All-Stars will be in full effect. That's right. <laughs> Converse All-Stars. <laughs> yeah, with sports coat and tie. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> well, you, you know, you got to dress it up class. That's right. And uh, Lee Griffin. Oh, Lee Griffin. Oh, there you go. He's another one I want to have in here sometime. Yeah, That's definitely. a good guy, good player. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. a hell of a voice, too. Oh, yeah. God, he's got a great voice. Yeah. Yeah, that record he put out with, uh, it was just Lee Griffin Van with uh, Seifert, Dan Seifert. And was Tim playing on that? No, no, he didn't need a bass player because he had... Seifert. Seifert was kicking bass. One of the few guys that I think that's a do... Really play the organ with yeah. The, oh, yeah. the foot pedals and all. Yeah, that's well, he's going to do part of the show. <clears throat> all right. Oh, so Dan is? Yeah, it's, it's really the Blues Ambassadors featuring that's Lee why Griffin. That's why it's the Ambassadors. Gotcha. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. That'll be awesome. Well, I'll be looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, that sounds cool. Any other uh, names we should mention, mention Danny, uh, for the whole weekend? I mean, oh, yeah. you well, probably I, got, you want to just run down the list? or Yeah, well, I've mentioned uh, SMA Brooks. Uh, let me at least mention some of the names from the Music Maker Review. Okay. Uh, um, we have Eddie Kirkland, who uh, started back in Detroit when he was, uh, I, I think he, he ran away at 12, went up to Detroit. He, he was quite young. Yeah. And uh, as a teenager, he played with, he, he began his uh, association with uh, John Lee Hooker. Yeah. And... Um, and later on, he became a band leader for Otis Redding, and he's... I can just talk on forever about all the accomplishments he has, but he's a very powerful. Yeah. Very. He's, um, he's arguably, arguably. Yeah. Uh, the greatest blues man on this planet, standing. Well, I'm gonna. Oh, uh, that's da- some serious words. Yeah, you got Pine Top Perkins in that same category, and uh, Hubert Sumlin still around, mm-hmm. doing this thing real strong. He he's up there with these yeah. guys, the, the very top of mm-hmm. the top. Well, well, I was going to tell people, I, I know you don't have your headphones on, but Danny came in and gave me a CD of a bunch of guys that are uh, going to be playing this weekend. And You fixed to play Eddie Kirk? Well, right, yeah. Track, this this is something four. that he recorded, I think, about 10 years ago. This is, I, I want to make love to your brain? Yeah, I thought you might like that. <laughs> I thought if I put that one on there, you might, might that's get played. What, that's, so I'm playing a little bit of this. Uh, you hear that, Stoner? Got it. Yeah, Ed, Eddie has always reinvented himself. Yeah, he never sits still. So this is some stuff he did about ten years ago, which is okay. uh, so he is taking the blues further and further. He, he's taking right. it on the direct path. Yeah, because this further. sounds pretty contemporary. You know, was he playing kind of real old school stuff back in the day? Or? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I he just, was that that was contemporary music at the time, right? And he was uh, one of the great progenitors, progenitors of it. of this type yeah. of music. We're listening to I don't think bit. he was ever one to follow. Yeah. Always wanted to lead. You hear that, Brian? Yeah, I can hear So this will probably be the uh, the highlight of the set, huh? <laughs> I, I don't know. We, we played with him a couple years ago in Northside, and I think he played this one. Really? It was... The guy is just... It's electric. It's very powerful. Is he one of those just performers where it's just like, you got to see... This he's thing? really... He, he really invest, invests himself. Yeah. I was going to ask you like when when he's going to be playing this weekend, but I kind of don't want to let people know. I just right. I want people to come yeah. the whole weekend and just yes and take it all in. Yeah, yeah. you don't worry. You'll see good stuff all yeah. weekend. Just come come early on. Yeah, we Saturday. don't want people picking and choosing. Now you can't camp camp out in the parking lot, unfortunately. <laughs> so, someday well, someday that's coming. Well, I guess you could. Well, no, no, we we discussed earlier. You're not right. allowed to sleep in your car. Right. So <laughs> there's yeah. always a sidewalk. All right, yeah. let's let's bring up somebody else. Who else? Well, we, we have uh, Albert White from Albert Atlanta, White. Georgia. In fact, we have three of the original uh, guitar players from Piano Red when he was calling it Doctor Feelgood and the Interns. Yeah, uh, that was um, something that they innovated was three guitar players at once playing rhythm and le- playing 
simultaneous. They all find their, their parts and just lock together just wonderfully. Yeah. And uh, they were all cool. teenagers. They were in high school yeah. when uh, Piano Red had already spent uh, decades as one of the top uh, a, a top musician and had um, his guitar player, I think it was Fred Wesley was his guitar player maybe, um, uh, taught them put how to play they put put their hands on chords. Like for instance, Beverly Watkins was playing an open D. Bastapool yeah. is what you call country type of playing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, the the pro came in there and taught them how to make chords, huh. standard tuning, and and uh, in, uh, in uh, fact blew, blew they, everybody's they, minds. I guess. In, in fact, what I, what happened was Piano Red with the Doctor Field and the, and the interns. He let a lot of these young young uh, musicians in his band write songs, play songs. And um, so that had this was 1961. So this had a, a pretty profound uh, R&B yeah. effect. In fact, one of the um, well, 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 we'll get to what I was fixing to say later. But okay. this, this is Albert White, and Elvin Bishop is playing slide guitar on this track. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm playing that right now. Uh, Rose for my lady. Oh, yeah, he yeah, wrote and um, Elvin Bishop playing guitar. Wow, it's gonna be a hell of a lineup, man. Oh yeah. So we're listening to a little bit of that. that up. I mean, I can hear it pretty well. Yeah. We'll just do little snippets, man. Oh, what? Jerry McCain wrote the song. Oh, I remember Jerry McCain. Yeah, who we've had at Chicken Raid as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jerry McCain wrote the song. Huh. Yeah, he's a hard player. We got so much love Soul singers. That's right. Hey, Mr. That's a good tune, man. This is this is the new music maker. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's got a, It's definitely got like an R and B vibe to and, it. And that's uh, that's Taj's uh, rhythm section. Taj Mahal's rhythm mm-hmm. section. Yeah. Mm. Rich and Kester. Is Taj still heavily involved in music maker? Or? Yeah, he, he's on our advisory board. Okay. So is there a new Music Maker compilation, or is it everybody's re- releasing individual albums? We have uh, both. Okay. Both are true. Okay, cool. And, I have the um, last there, Like there's, um, for instance, in France, there's Dixie Frog has made their own compilation. We, we've worked together to make a, a compilation that's just available in, in Europe. Yeah. A three-CD uh, three compilation. Wow. Just in Europe? Mm-hmm. We're getting the shaft over here. <laughs> no, we got we have many more over here. The Treasury Box has three CDs. The yeah. Sweet Blues has two. Right. Yeah, we got the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most yeah. of these people are, are, are you right. know, Eddie Kirkland's not really coming far because he lives in Macon. <laughs> you know, these right. guys are international. Yeah. But they, but they all live here in Georgia. See, that's cool, man. Do you have uh, Bevy, Beverly on there? Yeah. Uh, Beverly Guitar Watchings. Yeah, that, that's... that's um, this is a great song that they made up that day. It was the day that we that we entered Baghdad. Okay. Yeah, this is and called And while uh, they were in the studio, the news came across, so yeah. she made up this song. Baghdad Blues. Boom. This is Baghdad Blues. So she'll be playing this weekend, too. Right. And she was one of the guitar players with Piano Red as well back yeah. in 1961. Did you oh, do a Beverly Watkins tune when you were here on the first podcast? No. No. No, no, no. I know what you're talking about, but it wasn't Beverly no. Towers. Okay. And how old is Beverly now? She's like 70. You're not supposed to tell ladies age. I know, but. <laughs> but she graduated from high school about 1961. Yeah, okay. 
<laughs> yeah, but everything I see written about her, they always say her name, so I'm sure she's... I mean, her age, so I'm sure she's all right. Well, but be a gentleman. All right, she's about Stoney's age. That's all you need to know. Yeah, everybody take a good look no, at Stoney right older now. Than, she's older than you. <laughs> Not much. You're like 30. <laughs> Maybe she graduated 59. I'm not absolutely sure. 59. It's funny. She graduated when uh, all of the amps that we all play were <laughs> were in production. Well, she has her, <laughs> she has her original guitar. Really? Yeah, that, that Mustang. And and um, so does Albert White. Still has his uh, Stratocaster from uh, 1956, 1958. Jeez. And it's in perfect shape. That's when you start thinking about equipment insurance. I've already got equipment insurance. Or just insurance in general. <laughs> this is, you know what? What's cool about this track is it, it, it kind of sounds like an old track. I mean, how old? This, this, this is from Beverly's second Music Maker release, which was um, produced by... by um, well, so if this by Artie Dean. Okay. He he he's got his own style of producing in Alabama. He's made a bunch right. of uh, he's made several music maker CDs. Made Jerry McCain. Yeah. Several other ones. And yeah, he, he just really has warm. his own sound, and he has a lot of the old players yeah. from from uh, Muscle Shoals right. and, mm. and and a lot of their contemporaries. Right. Well, it sounds cool. I mean, there's like the compression on her voice and everything. It just sounds like it's got that cool old sound. Well, that, that's Artie. That's his sound. Yeah. Truly really warm sounding. It doesn't sound yes. like a lot of the thin, you know, newer recordings. Hear that, Artie? They like it. So, um... And Beverly, I apologize. We're talking all over your song and everything. Baghdad Blues. But uh, the, the other... I mentioned that there are three guitarists that, that all came up with, with yeah. Piano Red. The other would be the great uh, songwriter, yeah. uh, Roy Lee Johnson. Okay. And I put I put the song that... He, he's writing songs to this day and has a, he has a parallel career as a songwriter and as a performer. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um... But I, I think what people around the world his, his most famous song is. Uh, are you playing it now? No, I'm gonna. Is, fade out is, is a song. Uh, I, I might mention that when these three were playing together as kids behind Piano Red, that people like the Beatles or before they were the Beatles were listening to their records yeah. huh. and getting ideas. In fact, that should be illustrated by this song. Okay. Yeah, we're listening to it now. What kind of a rumba? You came to me. <laughs> oh, nice harmonies. Yeah. I like this tune. Oh yeah, man. Well, this is from like '61 or '62. This recording is still like it. Yeah. That's why the the number '61 came. So right. I got gotcha. you. Oh, what a voice, man. Oh, oh and he hasn't missed a beat. He's really? Gotten better. Sweet guy, too. What's that? Who are we talking about? Uh, Roy Lee Johnston. Is it Johnson or Johnston? Johnson. Okay. Wait, this guy's going to be there this weekend? Mm-hmm. Man. Do you people realize what you're in for if you come down to the north side? <laughs> Look, if we had... if, if, if I had to stop because um, I have to be careful about getting too many people. Yeah, because you don't want to... Because I'm because I'm paying these 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 players right here. Right. Uh, yeah. Most musicians are playing for free, uh, yeah, offering yeah. their time over the weekend because there's so much love in this town. Right. And we're paying tribute to these cats who who, who you're playing right now. And how about um, Fatback? You got to pay them. Uh, no, those guys are doing it out of the. But they they're getting my bill of their hearts. They're getting my bill. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they tend to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> 
Man, I, I found them very easy to work shit. with. Very friendly. And, <laughs> yeah. But the main thing is they really hit it when they hit that stake. <laughs> but um, should we go on to somebody else? Or, uh, sure. That really that song really sounds like um, that whole kind of fifties sixties. Uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of like the early rock and roll. Almost. Well, these guys were pioneers of R and B. You know, when Piano Red was, he was now Piano Red. Uh, I, I'm I'm thinking he probably started recording in the late forties. Yeah, I know he was like really popular in fifties, going through Europe and everything. But his style actually, he came from a big family, and his brother. Uh, I can't remember his real name, but was na- was called Speckled Red. And he made <laughs> he made recordings in the twenties that are some of the uh, most influential piano recordings. Period. Like we might, a lot of us don't know his name, yeah. but the people who we call our heroes, if we think about piano players, they know this guy. They go to Speckled, well, this is right. Piano Red's older brother, older by nineteen years. So Piano Red is doing his brother's music. So he's doing it in an era where it's already a few decades old, but he's doing it. He, he he's not like modernizing on purpose. He's just right. like really delivering it. Huh. And then in the '60s, he did this uh, the Doctor Feelgood thing where he brought the young kids in yeah. and mixed uh, R and B that they were writing. Huh. Right. So this is a this is a pretty influential step. Wow. Cool. Um, what's the what's the soul band? Soul. Soul. Uh, soul is a uh, a young man. Who grew up with Tim Duffy, who was the president oh, yeah. and creator of Music Maker. Okay. And uh, his best friend, John, was uh, Tim Duffy's best friend, John. Um, they they were together quite a bit when, when all these artists were around. And um, his young son is Soul. Oh, John's okay. son is Soul. Sounds like I just went around my elbow to, to get there. But uh, <laughs> um, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is since Soul was. Uh, younger than he, since younger than he could speak, he was hanging around these artists, okay. listening to these artists, and then and he became bass player for the Music Maker Review, and also um, technician and producer uh, for the catalog. Oh, okay. And uh, Soul lives in Washington D.C., and he's our dear friend. And uh, he came down last year and loved it so much. He, he's been telling well, me all year so he's he wants to come down, and people were just going crazy yeah. about him last year. So, um, well, I was saying it. It sounds like. Sounds like reggae. Yeah. Yep. He, I mean, yeah. He'll he'll be uh, he'll be my guys backing him up. Oh really? Mm-hmm. So it'd be uh, Mudcat with Soul. <laughs> it's S O L though. Finally. So it doesn't really sound <laughs> like he, what he, I'm saying. Have <laughs> <laughs> you, you heard what song it is yet? Well, we're hearing it. Must have been something in that smoke. This this uh, hellhound on my train. Hellhound. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't pick it up, but it says it's called yeah. Hellhound. I assumed it was uh, Robert Johnson too. Yeah. It's a reggae version. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he, exactly. he did a lot of um. I don't know what you call it when um they mix the hip hop with the the blues stuff. There's there've been a couple records like that. Yeah. Like you hear it on on commercials. Like some of the stuff that he's done with music maker artists mixing yeah. hip hop beats and 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 other sounds in it. Uh, have, like there was a Heineken commercial. There was something else as well, yeah. you know, which was great for him yeah. and for the artist and for music maker. Wow! So they got a, and he was able to do, to get all that together. Huh? Oh yeah, he's made a couple of records like that. Wow. Well, uh, 
kind of hoping this will be during the day. I know. Well, I also I have what? him. He's in he's actually collaborating. Right. My guys are backing him up. The rhythm section is backing okay. him up. But I have Lola. They're gonna do. Uh, they're gonna back each other up. Like Lola will sing and yeah. Soul will sing. Oh, cool. <clears throat> and they're yeah, both they're both real excited about I that. Called so. Lola to come in today. There's 90 people that we could call. <laughs> no, I know. Well, Lola, she and I have been going back and forth about her coming on here anyway. Oh yeah. So yeah, most of those people would be like two. What? Yeah. Forget it. Radio. <laughs> radio. Listens to radio. That's right. So who else we got there? Big some of the big features that no, we got this on music, the Salt kind of has me in a trance. <laughs> <laughs> I was falling asleep over there. All right, now I'm gonna I'm gonna give mesmerized. You a, I'm gonna give you a surprise. You ready? Uh oh. Get your get your cans on. <laughs> 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 That's Chris Green on guitar. I Is know it? That. What you're hearing now. No professor. So is this Stony Brooks and Juju Root? That's it. The original. And this this is the original? Yeah. Now, I took this off a cassette that I got like 20 okay. years ago, and I didn't like, take any hiss out or anything, but I yeah. think it sounds great. Just like this. Yeah, that was recorded in uh, Chris's dining room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. On a little four track. It does take it does sound tasty. <laughs> he might have I heard together two or three different tracks to make that one thing. I don't know. I thought I heard somebody clearing some plates. He was a master's professor, man. Did he do anything? What? I thought I heard somebody clearing some plates in the back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's good. That's Buddy Guy tune. Is it? Mm-hmm. Of course, I don't do it anything like Buddy Guy did. That's cool. But, well, this can't be done. I'll, I'll be will, disappointed Buddy Guy doesn't do it like this. Right. <laughs> for, for people that never saw Stoney before, this was kind of like a signature tune of yours, I'd say. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. It was like his encore of the night. Man, is he going to do it? Yeah, because up there, you look good. <laughs> you look good. You look good. And every girl, she's talking to me. He's yeah, talking right. to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was. I was talking to all of them. That's right. It's like, I will, it's like the beautiful. David Coverdale blues music. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Right. I will say, I mean, I, I know you're sitting here. I don't want to embarrass you, but for the people that have not seen Stoney before, I mean, you know, obviously great musician and performer, um, <clears throat> but the show is just, it's just a great performance overall. It's just a fun, fun yeah, time when you, when you, you know, when you have a show. Inspirational. Yeah, we definitely yeah. have fun. You can't go out and, and check out a set of yours and just not be like, wow. This is, this is good times. Well, you yeah. know, my, my objective really is that um, what I really try to do when I do a show is I'm trying to make sure that everybody goes home and gets laid. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. That's it, man. Everything I can to make that happen. You hear that, single people? people like this that. weekend, people like that. <laughs> Your dry spell is over. <laughs> it all ends on Sunday that's night right. at Northside Tavern. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's why people come back. Yeah. This could work. You know, you're the first one to give me a chance. You put me on. You know, I, I was always a street musician. Oh yeah, and they wouldn't let me in the club. Let me play in the clubs anyway. But uh, you brought me on your stage. Really? More, more than once, way back then. Wow. Well, that's nice of you to. When you weren't playing that. stages. Hmm. When you weren't playing like clubs or anything. Mm-mm. Oh, cool, man. Man, well, Stoney would give me a chance because I was. I don't know people just thought I was weird. Like the mu- the music I really? chose was a Stevie Ray. Oh, they didn't know what they were out. looking at, man. <laughs> I saw you play, and I thought, damn, who is this guy? You know, I just couldn't believe how good you were. And then when I used to host this um, this uh, jam at uh, Little Elmo's. Yeah. And you showed up one night. You and um, might have been Evan on bass, just the two of you playing. And it just totally blew me away. I mean, it was, it was, it was at that point, what crossed my mind was, this is as good as any show I've ever seen. And, and I, it was just wow. him. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And it was just, it was awesome, man. Wow, it man. Just, 
totally floored me, and from then on, I've been a fan. I concur. Mudcat stands among the and tall ones. And, and you yeah. gave us our first words, too, because you had that blues ink where you're promoting blues in, in Atlanta. And uh, you wrote that like uh, good as any 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 passing through town. Anybody oh, did I say that? Town. So I use that quote. All Still the time. sticks in my mind. Well, it's true. It's really great. Yeah, that's that high praise. Good days. Stoney, how did you, where was your what are your beginnings in blues? Beginnings. Yeah, you know, like. Well, have you always you lived in the south. You always lived in the area. Yeah, I'm, I'm native Atlanta. and lived out in the Shambly area, and um, I guess the way it started was when I was a kid uh, back in the fifties. My brother would have like a um, little private sock hop. They'd uh-huh. move the cars out of the driveway, and my bedroom kind of looked over the, the, the area down there, and they'd pull the stereo out there, and they'd have their own little sock hop. And I'd hang out and listen to, you know, the tunes. I couldn't name any of the tunes they were listening to. But, yeah. but it was Man, this I music. Wish my bedroom was it was this music, <laughs> and they were, they were out there, you know, doing things like the twist, you know, yeah. And yeah. stuff yeah. like that. And I just used to love it, you know, and uh, I got a, a harmonica in my um, stocking mm-hmm. one Christmas. And yeah. Sat in a drawer for about 12 years, and then one day, uh, <laughs> back in the hippie days, uh, right. so I got playing, and it just amazed me that you could actually get music out of one of these little huh. things that looks like a toy, but, you know, it. it um, and he gave me a couple of lessons, you know, and I just kind of stuck with it. Huh. Used to be a truck driver. And, oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, so I drove maybe, say, about, you know, half a million miles with a harmonica in my mouth. Ah, see, that's the way to do it. Yeah, man. And so after about, you know, 100,000, I could play a tune or two. And <laughs> 200,000, you know, I had a set. <laughs> you should write a tune, you know, it took me to Houston to figure out Little Walters, my babe, you know. <laughs> that's just about the truth. Yeah. Yeah, so that, I would do that. You know, I remember one time I drove to um, uh, Detroit. It took me something like 22 hours straight, yeah. and I didn't stop playing the whole time. Oh, man. Wow. And, huh. I had all calluses on my lips. <laughs> yeah. But no kidding, that's really how I learned how to play. I'm telling you. Yeah, riding you, down the highway. Harmonica players out there, you know, sometimes Honey, people... it was the harmonica, I swear <laughs> to God. What's the sore on your, on lip? your lips? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, there, but there's, uh, from what I understand, there's certain techniques to, you know, like to block notes and things like that, and triple tongue, things like that. Yeah. So I imagine after 100,000 miles, when you oh, come yeah. back, she's like, yeah, your skills have really raised up. <laughs> That's, That's, right. That's right. Harmonica yeah. players definitely do it with their tongue. The tongue is a muscle. They thought, do it with their tongue, yeah. I thought Danny was reading out of my Tantra magazine. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. That happened to me once in a music store in Baltimore, you know, back when I used to play up there. You I remember the I went in. Tongue? No, I went in to oh. buy a. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take it easy over there? <laughs> Lord forgive us. He tells me this is why he brought hey, here. That was a pretty hip music store. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> no, I bought a harp from lady. You know, and the lady behind the counter was like, "Ooh, a harmonica player!" <laughs> <laughs> All the women want the harmonica players, and at the time, I didn't realize why. <laughs> <laughs> Something you grow into. That's right. Uh, <laughs> shit! What was that I just about to ask? I was going to ask something. Well, we're, oh, no, no, no. I, I know what it was. I mean, it, well, you started playing harp and, you know, having those, but was there any blues that you were listening to at the time that really influenced you where you, you started listening to certain guys and were like, oh, man, this is what I well, want to do? Well, uh, it's, I listened to Little Walter. Yeah. And Little Walter. And Little Walter. And Little Walter. And if you're a harp player, <laughs> that's and all you need. That's why I listen right. to the, the other Walter. <laughs> Big Walter. Yeah. Horton. You know. Listen to the classic heart players, yeah, and, and uh, you know you pick up a few things. To, had a couple of lessons that were um, that were very helpful from who, from anybody we would know, or just from local guys. Yeah, but I can't town. call his name right now. No, it's terrible. I'm, anybody uh, that was I'm getting old, you know, somebody I'm, in the scene. I'm moving into my seventh <laughs> decade. <laughs> well, it wasn't like he got together with Charlie Musselwhite or something. Yeah, it was pretty much like that. Oh, 
but not. But it wasn't him. But it wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't muscle. Felt like it, right? (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm drawing a blank. Were you into any of those guys? Like those uh, kind of '60s, like not so much Charlie Musselwhite. You know, his was pretty derivative. You know, I I think that if you really want to learn anything, you know, whether it's music or or science or or art or anything, you know. Rather than trying to learn it from someone who learned it from somebody, you know, well, yeah. which I go think back is to kind of derivative, yeah. go straight to the original, well, yeah. the original masters and learn it from them. And if you can learn to talk their language, then, you know, you can easily speak right. the contemporary language. It's just, you know, usually you have to start with the newer guys to get back. Well, that's the way guys, a lot of people know? start that way. You know, you look at who, who they listen to, you look at the songs they sang and that takes you back. And then you look at yeah. the songs that they sang and that takes you back. To, right. To the artist, and eventually works. you get back to the well and you start drinking. And when you get there, drink deep. <laughs> <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> that's so, the idea of having these old, these older players. Yeah, that's it. At, you know, because when we started working with these older players, it was because we're seeking them out for ourselves. Just like yeah. to become a musician, you have to be a music fan first. Right. So. Yeah, I mean. Well, no, I mean another thing. I was going to say that another yeah, thing right. about this weekend is. You come out and stay the whole weekend. You're just going to get a big old Southern blues music lesson. You know what I mean? You see the spectrum. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And I try to sh- throw throw some <clears throat> cats in there that aren't necessarily what you would consider blues, but well, yeah. but what well, I consider. I think we did it fits one with year. Music. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like I've got uh, Terry Flynn. They're more of a country band. You okay. Know? And uh, I've got a poet, Michael Cabe. He's going to. Oh yeah. And, uh, he's going to do a little emceeing and uh, sing, little free form poetry. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that's always been, I think, one of the things that has been pretty impressive about you is clearly you are still an active fan, like seeking out and trying to get more and going to listen to music. And and I think sometimes there's artists who maybe if they're maybe sometimes if they're successful, I guess, I don't really know what it is, but I feel like some people get so locked into their music and maybe what they grew up on and how they kind of got to where they are. They forget to kind of keep going and exploring sometimes. I think some people kind of get locked into some things, but you seem like you've been pretty good about always uh, not short going atten- deeper short in the well, span. going wider on the well, you know? I have a short attention span. Well, you know, and, and it's, it's maybe some of these people are just so busy with what they're doing. Like, that happens, For instance, yeah. I, I rarely can actually go out mm-hmm. and see somebody else's show. Right. Or, or if I can, it's like this is a really nice opportunity to yeah. stay home with the wife or have a date with the wife. Sure. Right now. So that that's why that's one of my favorite things about having the chicken raid or, or other events like this is <laughs> yeah I can see all my friends all at once. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> all right, see you next year. And it's like it's a it's, like a, it's a family reunion really. Yeah. People who haven't seen each other for years. Yeah, yeah. And you know people who just saw each other yesterday. Right. It's a great reunion. Oh, cool. Because yeah, it, it is a family. It's a it, it's a family. Um, the the musicians sweet. and the fans, you know. And the clubs. Yeah. I want to play. Um, Track, what is it? Eight on the CD, and then we we brought up Bob a little bit earlier, but this is oh, Chicago yeah. Bob and uh, Ross Pete. Yeah, this is a new this is the new Chicago Bob CD on Music Maker, huh. and the whole the whole thing is acoustic. Yeah, which I don't I don't know that he's he's made an acoustic record. Before. Right, he's like a he's usually just like a Chicago electric guy. So um, and Ross Pete is backing him up. Okay, but they, this was recorded last year during the Chicken Raid because oh. Tim Duffy came to town. Okay. And um, I had them play, and yeah. uh, they went off to the hotel room for a couple hours. Oh, really? Boom. <laughs> nice. Well, Tim has uh, this portable equipment that's, yeah. that's just top-notch stuff. Like, most studios don't have something like that. 
That's all right, <laughs> Like the portable equipment that Two Faces Radio has? Oh, yeah. That's about 10% of what Tim has. Said you. Yeah, this is good. Down in my yeah, he's got a great voice. But you must remember how you are swans, your slave. I want to get Ross Chicago Bob's up on the wall, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Well, acoustic. Yeah, I, I've never heard him play acoustic harp. Well, he'll be playing with the band at the, yeah, at the yeah. Well, still. Now, what was Bob's... Uh, well, Bob was, he was fronting, uh, what was his band? Was it always The Heart Sh- Fixers. Heart Fixers. With Tinsley was, Ellis' guitar player. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have that old vinyl record. He's that's from Louisiana. Record. Yeah. Bucalusa, I think. But uh, he played with Muddy Waters for a while, and Muddy Waters gave him the name Chicago Bob. Oh, really? So, huh. I, you know, I guess Muddy Waters I wouldn't argue with Chicago name? Bob. I mean, with the Muddy Waters either. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think it matters what he calls you. That's right. <laughs> Dick face. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I'd have to say DF or something. <laughs> yeah, old DF Mudcat. <laughs> Ira Dickface Malkin. <laughs> that's my name. That's my name. Muddy Waters gave it to me. <laughs> Muddy Waters gave me that name. Muddy Waters gave me that name. <laughs> you might want to hold off on that one. I knocked this drink over. <laughs> you, went, you went and saw Muddy? What, what did he call you? Well, he called me shithead. Fool. <laughs> he called me fool. <laughs> shithead. Well, that's your name. <laughs> shithead. <laughs> I plugged his good. mic into I, the wrong. I put plugged his mic into the output. That's right. And uh, <laughs> I called him. Call me dumbass. Muddy Waters gave me a name. That Get out good. of my face, fool. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right. So cool. So we got Chicago people are going to be going up. Would be going up. You know, trying to screw up Muddy Waters just to get a nickname. If that was the case. <laughs> now I have. I have. You know, obviously, Mr. Frank. Uh, Chicken Raid is the first tune that's on the CD. Right. I was going to ask you though. Do you want to do you want to play it here live? You want to um, play it for real? Yeah. Sure, we can do that. Um, it, I hope that you play Frank Edwards. Do you want to play that first? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Well, there's two Frank Edwards songs. Yeah, I know. Um, all right. Well, we'll bring out the big guns now. What is we're going to do? Uh, Sweet Man Blues. Yeah, that's from uh, 1941, right. I believe. Ooh. The OK label. That's from his first session. And if I'm wrong, then it's 1946. All right. Listen to this. This is the real deal right here. This is Frank Edwards' uh, Sweet Man Blues. And we re-released that on the Music Maker CD, Chicken Raid. Okay. We, we put uh, four of his recordings from the 40s at the end of the CD. It's weird, you know. I've heard some of his old recordings too, and it's hard to picture him, you know, back in '41. You know how young he would have been. His voice sounds the same. Still right. His voice sounds the same. But yeah, I mean, think that ninety-year-old man is up there saying, "An old soul." I mean, when I first saw Frank, he was probably you know eighty-seven, eighty-eight, something like that, right? If you, if you look at the old pic- of the pictures from of him from back then, he was like tall, right. long, and tall. Yeah, I think yeah. the ladies must really love him for that, you know. 
Well, and he he passed. Uh, 2003 or 2002. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. Just uh, within hours of making his last record. Wow. Oh, they were driving back. Yeah, they went up to North Carolina, up to the music sure maker, Tim Duffy's, okay. to, to, like, like we'd recorded some tracks here, yeah. and we still needed to fill it out with a few more. So he went up there for another session, and I had to go somewhere else. I wasn't there. Right. But um, he went up there, and you can hear at the end... On the last song on 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 the record, he goes, "Well, that'll go with the other one. That'll finish it up." <laughs> <laughs> he knew exactly what how many songs it was going to take, and yeah. everything. So he uh, he finished it up and he said, "Well, time to go back to Atlanta," which was like six to eight hours drive. I can't yeah. remember how far, and it was already night. And they said, "Well, why don't you just stay overnight? You know, we got some good food and everything." And he said, "Nope, I want to go back where the action is. Back to Atlanta." <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> So they got on the road about ha- they got to about well, Greenville, who, I believe. Who was driving? Was it Tim or uh, uh, no? It was uh, Lamar oh, Jones okay. and uh, Larry. Okay, the Gorilla Man, and uh, they were driving back, and um, he uh, Frank had a little uh, congestion all of a sudden where he, he was having difficult breathing, d- difficulty in breathing. So they they pulled up and uh, they they pulled off the interstate. And uh, Larry spent, he was a fire chief for many years, so he knows about how to, to resuscitate right. people and everything. Oh, good. So he was in the best hands you could. And then when they got off the interstate, there were like two police right there. So, oh. uh, but uh, he leaned back his chair and he was gone in 10 minutes. Really? Huh. No pain, just yeah. a little difficulty in breathing for about 10 minutes. Uh, he wanted to pay, then, uh, you then, know. Then he went on. I mean, if, if he was going to yeah. live or survive, you know, he was in the best hands yeah. possible. Right. So. He was ready but to he go. But we had just done, you know, the predecessor to the, to the Chicken Raid was his birthday party we did every year. Yeah. He had just done that. And within two weeks, he had played more gigs than I'd ever known him to do. Right. He played at Blind Willies at the Land History Center. Right. We were doing this record. Just did all, right. all these gigs all in two-week period. <laughs> and he got really, he was just stronger than I'd ever seen him before. Yeah. And, um. Well, I remember us all That's talking about that at the time, that he kind of just wrapped everything up, recorded those tunes, and <laughs> said, all right, I'm going home, you know? Yeah, that was cool. He was talking about going home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was really he was talking, really about, talking going about going home. Yeah, I wonder where the action is. Said, where the action yeah, we is. thought it was Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> it's great listening to the, this type of recording. It just gives you that sense of, to me, I, I kind of picture that kid going back into, like, maybe their grandfather or father's, you know, record collection and finding those old blues records or what it is and whatever it might be and just turning them on to that right. kind of music and just it's so yeah, he must raw. have been 12 years old 13 when the very first commercial recordings came out yeah yeah the very first blues recordings came out yeah like, what 1922 24 something yeah. like that right and he was born he was born in 1909 oh nine yeah it was always tough you know i loved Seeing Mr. Frank play at Northside, you know, but unfortunately, we all know what the Northside is like sometimes on the weekends, and it gets rowdy in there. And, and I didn't care though. Yeah, you know, I people, know. People, oh, we want some rock and roll at twelve o'clock. Well, sorry, I know. You're gonna have to find someplace else because this is the way we run this club. But you'd, you'd and see same all thing with Cormay. You know, people right. want somebody to rock in, and she's like, we're getting really, really deep. And if you if you let yourself go, then you're getting in it right. real deep, and you're rocking. You know. But uh, a lot of people, oh, this old woman, she's walking up there slow and everything. Yeah. Why is this happening on Saturday night? It's like, right. well, I'm sorry, you must have got the wrong place. You're going to have to pay respects. Yeah. Right. Well, but it was always, you know, you'd see all the musicians gathered around front, you mm-hmm. know, right, forming a <laughs> semicircle around Mr. Frank, and then 
you know. But you all, have people in the back telling everybody else, shut up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, I remember Jim was sitting out at the north side listening to Mr. Frank play once. Lit off? Lit off, yeah. Is this and the first uh, time we've mentioned lit off on her? I don't know. Might be. Well, and I, What's up, Jim? Well, we're, yeah, <laughs> well, we were both watching him, you know, and I just decided to say something to, to Jim, you know, just... Just something small, yeah. you know, just like, hey, there's so-and-so. And he was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that moment's not going to come back. You know? Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> what I meant to say was, what I meant to say. let me shut up. Yeah, but that's <laughs> the whole thing. These guys are, our, you know, we, they're our kings. Or our, right. This is what we respect, you know. Priests, teachers, whatever you want to call it. Oh, man. Well, cool. This is nice listening to this. But, um. All right, cool. Well, that's good. That's going to just about do it for what we need to do here. All right. Um, been talking here about an hour, which I could sit here and do this all day, but I try to keep it short. Um, can we hear some live? Well, this, this is this is what I'm thinking. Maybe you guys play. Well, now that we heard that tune, I mean, you don't have to do. I was going to ask you to do chicken. Well, we got to throw chicken right in there. All right. Well, then either Frank or us. I mean, I've you know I've heard you play it a zillion times, so. Uh, Sounds good. Now, if a preacher should come around, catch a bus and leave town, ain't you out of house and home? Ain't you out of house and home? Pluck the chicken and leave the bone. Pluck the chicken and leave the bone. I shall sure be glad, glad when the ribbon is gone. Now just when I thought it was through, I saw him reach for a leg to chew. Eat you out of house and home. Eat you out of house and home. Pluck the chicken and leave the bone. Pluck the chicken and leave the bone. Well, you sure be glad, glad when a ribbon is gone. What'd you say, Stone? When I thought he was through, I saw him reach for a thigh to chew. Eat you out of house and home. Eat you out of house and home. Pluck the chicken, leave the bone. Pluck the chicken, leave the bone. Mama sure be glad, glad when the revenue is gone. Boy, plug a little bit more. Should come around, catch a bus, and 
leave town Ain't you out of house and home Ain't you out of house and home Pluck the chicken and leave the bone Pluck the chicken and leave the bone Honey, sure be glad Glad when the ribbon have gone <laughs> that was really nice, man. You know, for people, uh, there, it is unfortunate every once in a while when we what? talked about how we love the medium of audio, and I, I agree with you as well. But sometimes, you know, to see you come in here, and I, we didn't really talk about this, but clearly you guys haven't seen each other in a while. And, uh, you know, for Stoney kind of coming out of retirement and <laughs> you guys getting in here. And you could just really see, Danny, in your eyes – why you do all this stuff and why you work so hard because you could just see the pleasure that you got right there just playing and sitting here and playing with yeah Yeah. i mean you could really see it and and if people could if people could kind of see that and and get that sense from uh yeah they would understand they will they'll get it 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 comes through man don't worry and why you do it you know i think you just gave him a good picture yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is this so. is why I have you. Here. I feel re- I feel real. <laughs> you <laughs> describe the scene. <laughs> I feel so lucky that we got to sit here and just like see that you know, right. like this little reunion of sorts, and uh, that, was, that was great. That was awesome. Yeah, that was great. And and you know, cool. you can see why that was like his signature tune too. I mean, it's that's just a. I don't want to say catchy, but yeah, it's a, it's oh, a yeah. great story, but I mean, it's just... I was ready to start... learn it, you know. You, you I was ready to start doing <laughs> harmonies. Yeah, you could sing that all night long, you know? Yeah. And you're right. Every every band, every blues band in Atlanta should probably learn that tune, right? Well, that, that's a... Uh, that would be cool. That That's the goat. Well, not exactly that, but to get people to know Frank Edwards. Yeah. Who he was. Yeah, no, that would be cool. All right, well, good. I'd like to end it on that because, uh, yeah, I'm feeling good about that, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was great. So before I wrap, every, I mean, obviously we said everything we needed to say about what's going on this weekend. Chicken Raid, Northside Tavern. And you've got the the um, website on posted on the... Oh, yeah, we'll have everything posted. Well, we'll have the Northside website. Is there, like, a separate... It's, yeah, well, there's a Facebook. Last year it was... Yeah, we'll have... Was, oh, well, well, I still have the, the MySpace, but it seemed more... Um, Just do Facebook. Right. Everybody's on I said Facebook just do now, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this year is Facebook. Like, even last year, communi- that's how things have changed just one year. I know. Last year, I was communicating with musicians through MySpace. MySpace? Yeah. The, and, the, you know, when I sent out general right. letters, whatever. And this year is Facebook. Yeah. Right. But uh, next year, it's going to be word out. shithead. But you, still have to go to, <laughs> but you still have to go to MySpace to hear the song, Frank Edwards songs. Okay. You can hear okay. a lot of Frank Edwards songs, but that. that that they're all connected. The Facebook right. will take you there. Yeah. The Facebook will take you there. Good. The Facebook will take, take you, you there. there. <laughs> and just Google Chicken Raid. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you'll, Frank, that should do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll definitely find it. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's what we're here to promote. Again, uh, Stony Brooks, it's been an honor to have you in here you on, so our, on our I'm podcast. I'm so happy to be here. The Thank Rocky you. Balboa of So much for coming music. by. <laughs> Stony number 14. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're happy to have you back playing, man. That's uh, that's good times. Getting a little yeah, nostalgic, you know. And uh, Danny, of course, as always, thank you for being a repeat guest, and yeah. we'll have you. Thank you for having me. If if not before, we'll see you next year for the chicken ring. <laughs> 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 you know. And uh, what else? Oh, uh, the North Side also asked me to promote uh, the benefit for on Sean Costello's birthday mm. that they're going to have. It's April sixteenth. Okay. Yeah, I think we'll be unveiling a. I think we'll be unveiling a, a new portrait. Oh, really? Yeah. On that date? Yeah. Okay. Um, the artist is, I know, is working on it, so. Okay. 
It should be done by a new Sean portrait. Yeah. Oh, okay. Very nice. Um, the same uh, Drew Galloway, the same artist who who did all the portraits on, on the wall. Okay. If you don't know about the portraits on the wall, we've brought listen it up to Mudcat's first episode, <laughs> episode three, I believe it is, yeah. from Two Faces three Radio. I think we talked about that on there, and you, you kind of got into. Oh, cool. uh, I think it may have been think, four. Yeah, the four. idea of the paintings okay. are to, to draw attention, and so people go, who is that? Oh, that's Blind Willie McTell. Right. Well, let me know about more about him, and right. maybe whoever's playing that night can, they might. Like on Wednesday night, I'll point, I'll do stuff right. off the wall. Here's one yeah. with Brady Fads. Here's I right. think that's what you talked about, like right. to, kind of making your set list off from right. the portraits on the wall. Yeah. So the cool thing is, I play more Chicago stuff, so I do that when I'm at Fat Matt because <laughs> <laughs> I got Muddy back there, and right. uh, you know, and Muddy. What's he doing? What's he thinking about when he's looking at you? <laughs> shithead. <laughs> you play my song, shithead. <laughs> Down there. Oh, T-Bone. That's who's back there. Ah, uh, T-Bone, yes. Ah, uh, the T-Bone. Mount Rushmore. And Helen Wolf there. is represented. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so. Good. This was fun. This was fun. Oh, right. So the, that's what I was in the middle of saying. The 16th of, of April. That at that's Sean going to be Costello. another big kind of festival thing in honor of... Uh, Sean Costello, and I guess that's the Sean Costello Fund for Bipolar Research will be most likely yeah. sponsoring that or whatever. So we'll look out for that, too. Yeah. And, uh, and that will also be right around our, uh, well, no, we'll be coming up on Planet Dawn. Our, no, uh, well, yes, that too. And our anniversary is coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Two Faces Radio one-year anniversary. Coming up. Coming up. Yeah, we're, let's no. not say anything. We got big know. things planned. <laughs> Do we have big things? <laughs> Shut up! Now we got to figure something out. <laughs> well, get yeah. your three D glasses. I didn't say that, that's right. Get I wasn't going to say we had big three D audio uh, headphones. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, for Brian McClaning over there, and, and Ira Malkin all the way over there, all the way over here. You are listening to Two Faces Radio. Thank you very much again for listening. Download all the episodes. They're all free. They're all just sitting there. They're all it's great entertainment. You, you can download out. them. You can listen to them anytime you want. Yeah. And come out to the Chicken Red this weekend and say hello to us. Exactly. We'll yeah, we'll be around. We might. Yeah. We're even thinking about doing a live from the Chicken yeah, Red podcast. We'll have to podcast. talk to Danny about that. That'd be real cool. Wouldn't that be cool? Oh, yeah. All right. So if you see uh, two dipshits running around with a uh, recorder, <laughs> <laughs> that's us. That's <laughs> us. <laughs> anyway, like we always like to say, save, save it, it for, for the, the show. show.